Ish Jug, episode five. We're a little more than a month into this. Sorry we're a little late, but it's a special episode this week. I'm back with Brother Brown, Hobbs, and a special guest. I'm talking about Chris Benoit's very own King Fractal is joining us for the very first time in the jug. Welcome, King Fractal. Hello. Cold hot piss. It's you me. Took a piss on my piss. It's me, guys. <laughs> I'm gonna do that every every. I'm here. I'm trying to just remix songs that are really bad, but just that piss. They sound like Don Henley choruses. Do you know that song I was trying to do though? I thought you were doing something yeah, from yeah, heavy yeah, metal. Jet. That, I was that doing heavy jet. metal. Jet. <laughs> you remember that one? Speaking of jet, this is uh, my first podcast. Hey, King Fractal, welcome oh, yeah. to the world of podcasting. You took a jet to get here, huh? Yeah. Yes. That was cool. First Toyota. Our Toyota Jet. Oh, hell yeah. Well, welcome. Welcome to the jug. Uh, you're surrounded by your brothers in piss, and we're here today with a handful of things on the docket. Um, today. I'm pissed off. I'm glad, because we're, we're about to piss on them. Uh, we, today, we've got a snack and drink review. We're going to talk about the movie Fall and completely spoil it. I wonder whose idea the snack was. We're going to do a real in-time reaction uh, with Gene Simmons' Firestarter. Gene Simmons' cover of the Prodigy's Firestarter. I can't uh, believe that's a real thing. Piss and Firestarter. We'll talk about the Pantera reunion, and then we'll have some fun with some mashups and maybe a little Zydeco trap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some red rice. You just left that bomb there, huh? I you 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 drop honey mustard. Drop a bomb and then you leave. Spicy irregular. That's what I'm saying. Get back in that pot, yeah. <laughs> well, let's uh let's get ready to get into it. Um, we have first up a snack and drink review. So why don't we go ahead and pop open these drinks? Why don't we pop open some drinks? Yeah. Dude, no, we're gonna try. I want to hear okay, that. Okay, let's let's what, list what are, off what we have. Yeah, what do we got? We got a couple couple different... We got two things, I think. We got a special, limited edition, Coca-Cola Dream World. Dream World, Coca-Cola. It says limited edition, dream flavored. That's it. That's all the description you get from the bottle. Which is very enticing. Okay. Especially if you're a middle-aged man with no family. You see that, I mean, you're like, man, I need... That in mind. I need to be the one that tries this. For that was a crisp open. So it, what is uh, the Mountain yeah. Dew called? It, it opened very lighter? crisp. Yeah, I'm here for the sounds too. Let me let me give you guys a little little bit of. Ooh, the crispness of your dream yeah. flavored oh, world. All right. And I just adjusted the audio in real time to hopefully capture a little more. ASMR of what's going on with the snacks. So mm. if the podcast gets louder all of a sudden, everybody, I'm gonna balance it out by the time we release it. But it's important to get these drink details. Coca-Cola. Do you have some already poured? I'm, I'm sitting empty in my Bucky cup. I have a I have a Bucky's coffee cup right now that we're pouring Coca-Cola Dreamland into. The fizzes. You can hear the fizzes. It's nice. It's nice, guys. Take a sip. Yeah. I tell you what. Oh, I love it. I don't know what that tastes like. You may give my what it tastes like, my flavor profile. What's it, what does it taste like? It tastes like a normal Coke, but someone has dumped only the purple Skittles from the bag. 
inside. Kind of like the people in the deep south do peanuts inside of the glass bottle Coke. Mm. They'll just pour a pack of peanuts in there. This tastes like grape Skittles has been dumped inside of a Coke and fizzied like Alka-Seltzer. I feel like we need a palate cleanser in here, guys. We, Upon a, we, we didn't think about that. We ate the candy, and now we're eating this, and it's like... It's all mixed into one, yeah. huh? I, I taste. I taste the grape. Let great. me try again. I definitely get a good, good chew. Let me try get it again. a good chew. You know I'll what I'm saying? It. One more time. Coat your whole mouth. I uh, I can see what you're saying about the grape the for dreams. sure. Definitely, definitely getting the grape vibes. Robust. Yeah, yeah. Grapey. It's definitely grapey. Is Raspberry, grape blackberry. Maybe? Just like a hint. A hint. A hint. Hmm. So rather than a grape flavor, you're getting a, a berry blend yeah. mixed in here. Getting a berry blend. Um, also, you could pass this off as a holiday soda, if you like. Hmm. What time of year you think? What holiday? Yeah. A bunch of them. You want this to be Hol- a love soda? Halloween. Do it. If you want it to be love soda, you do it Feb 14th. Or love soda. It's not very spooky. Let's be real. It's lovely. I guess it could be spooky. <laughs> it is a lovely soda. This is I, that's my review officially on this. It's Hobbs lovely. inspecting the back. He's just seeing all the poison that just entered his body. Mm-hmm. And I like the light blue label. It's nice and it just makes me comfortable. I don't know. It's approachable. There's something about it. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's disarming. And <clears throat> even though we're doing a soda review, I want to just go ahead and get this ASMR. Okay, let me tell you this story. No, all right. Here we go. Crack into the story. Let's hear it. I just it just hit me, you know. After the third sip, it, it triggered the memory that just the other day my mother happened to be stopping and grabbing some food for uh, some some of the family, and she got Zaxby's, and they have the freestyle machine, and she actually went into the Zaxby's and um, she probably hasn't been into Zaxby's and ever. So, needless to say, when she gets to the freestyle machine, she doesn't know how to use it at all. <laughs> She's just completely... Someone has to come and help her. Oh. And she... Because I was like, I guess I'll just take a Coke, Mom, whenever she called me early <laughs> asking about the You're order. trying to make it easy on her. Right, just a regular Coke. And for whatever reason, somehow I think she selected Sprite and Coke and mixed Coke and Sprite with the freestyle machine when she brought it home to me. Jesus Christ. And to be honest, this reminds me of that a little bit. That's a mess. That was a great setup. Sprite and Coke. Like tropical Sprite mixed with Coke. I could see the tropical version. I could see that. Would you argue that it uh, tastes more like Pepsi than Coke or Coke than Pepsi? Oh, bro. I still have the Coke bite. Good point. It does taste a little like Pepsi. Does it? That's the weird vibe I'm getting. It tastes like a Pepsi. Tastes like Pepsi. I'm throwing down that gauntlet, Coca-Cola. You You tasted like Pepsi out here. You used to win the Pepsi challenge, and now you're out here tasting like Pepsi. What is happening? Damn, Drew just put his back. (laughs) I had to see what he was talking about. I see what you mean. The sweetness factor is is kicked up. It's like the caramel. The caramel or whatever Coca-Cola that's being used. There we go, baby. So what, what's our other contender? I see a scary Mountain Dew staring. Mm-hmm. What is it? Oh, shit. Lightning and the thunder. It's Purple Thunder Dew. I almost bought this earlier, so I'm so it's glad got, you did. I guess everything's grape today. Has anyone had this? 
Not yet, but I almost bought this earlier at a gas station, but I was like, it was like 9.30 in the morning, and I was like, ah, it's a little early. For... Which one did we try on Loop Room? The red, white, and blue one. The patriotic one, I think, where it's like three of them combined. Yeah, that one's a mix of all of them, oh, I think. Okay. Oh, no, and we did the raspberry lemonade. That's right. It was actually right. good. That's right, yeah, it was good. This thing has like a freaking grape on it, riding a Harley. I get an A Excuse for, me. Uh, crack, Can crack these there. open? Yeah, yeah, let's crack it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's you do first. it at the same time. Okay, three, two, one. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Nice and synchronized. Have you seen those billboards that are like baby. Georgia loves do? Mm-hmm. So embarrassing. What's really funny is when you see them and they're like. Normally, you get in South Georgia before you get Florida, it's those that they have not updated in some time. So it's just a faded yellow. You know that one wakeboard course you always drive past when you go to Florida? There's uh, that one wakeboard course. If you're driving, in Georgia? Yeah, if you go yeah, from Georgia. It's called to Callaway Gardens. If you look around that area of where that wakeboard outdoor obstacle course is at, you will see the Georgia Loves Do faded to yellow. <laughs> Georgia Loves Mellow Yellow. You know what? Ernest liked Mellow Yellow. Ernest was a good dude. Talking about Jim Barney? Yes, Ernest. Well, <clears throat> Ernest, Ernest really did it for the culture, the kid culture. I'm glad. This yeah. one has major grape. I'm, I'm excited. I'm about to actually get into this major grape. I'm glad you brought up Ernest because we're getting into that time of year where everyone's going to be pulling up us. Ernest scared stupid. It's going to yep. happen. Uh, funny enough, the last Mountain Dew was called Major Melon. So do you think they're going off that with the same artwork on the grape riding the Harley? And this will be like a major grape, but they didn't want to call it that. They wanted to have a fresh new name, fresh new take. They're definitely stretching, for sure. Well, how's it? What's the what's the verdict? I haven't had a sip yet. Kind of tastes like Baja Blast, lame brother that doesn't know how to do anything that's worth a shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's such an interesting uh, review. It's not what I was gonna say, but I kind of like yours better. Fucking lazy grape, sleep until three. Pathetic. I'm gonna take one more sip and then give you my honest review from the heart. I'm going to say I kind of like it. The dream world is so much better. It's not bad. It's not bad. I mean... The aftertaste I, is great, but going down, it's a little weird. It feels I weird. talk a lot of shit on Mountain Dew, but, like, they're all, like, okay. But it's just funny that Rednecks drink the shit out. <laughs> it's a Pepsi product, right? I think it, I think it is. Uh, so I got, a, I got a couple things to say about it. I definitely see what you say about the Baja Blast energy it brings. Yeah. Also does this very, even though I know it's grape, it does this berry thing, again, where it tastes like a berry soda, like a fruit mixed berry soda. <clears throat> it's kind of how it hits, with no strawberry at all. You know what it tastes like to me? Mm. Grape bubble tape. Piss. Remember bubble tape? <laughs> yeah. I do. I haven't had any. Yeah, yeah, time. yeah, yeah. But you know what? I'm going to do it soon. I've been doing a lot of firsts lately. Your Not piss ever, ever just smell like what you ate or what you drank hours later, and you're just like, man, that's weird. Like, you just eat a bunch of Catman Crunch, and then you go take a huge leak later, and it just smells like Crunch Berries. Does there's, that ever happen to you? There's something weird about no. you saying huge leak. <laughs> <laughs> you saying that sounds like there's a larger problem. <laughs> <laughs> there's a huge leak down there. 
And it smells like oops. It only happens. Oops, there's all piss. Asparagus. Yeah, it happens with asparagus (laughs) and coffee. Yeah. If I drink like two cups of coffee, I I can. The next pee is going to smell like coffee. Well, try oops, all berries. I've tried that, and I had blue poop though. My my guess. A bunch of bowls of it, and my poop was blue. My my guess is whatever you're you're trying to find for the audience involving urine, the internet is a really big place. Okay. You are going to find someone that will. Probably. I could Reddit ask that. Yeah. And people comfort and give me therapy and Reddit, so- solace. Reddit slash piss. Uh, I don't even know if that's accurate. Good God. Excuse me. Well, Soto's got the demons active. Stay I, tuned for my solo podcast. I at least try to move away bucket. from the mic. By myself, shit bucket. Direct competitor <laughs> for piss jug. Well, we talk about blue shit. That was a cool little intro. Soda, soda, snack intro. You know. What about the candies? Oh, you candies. These candies. The, the, I plowed through mine. I'm, I'm already. So, yeah, I'm so hopped up um, on this on this <laughs> fucking sugar. We're we're gonna we're gonna keep it moving as we go. We have. All right. I'm ready to fucking go. Okay. All right. All right. We're talking about candy. We got we're candies about too. Mamba, uh, magic sticks. They come in three different flavors, three different colors. Um, Let's try to explain. It's a Tootsie Roll, let's say. It's it's a, it's an elongated mamba. If anyone's ever had a real mamba, they're in usually terms of square shape, blocks. like a Tootsie Roll, but like it's not like a, taste. This is more like a traditional mamba, I feel like, but just with different flavors. I don't know. Aren't mambas square bricks? These yeah, are yeah, yeah. Mambas. These are mambas. Mambas are the snakes. Mambas that are number deadly or Kobe uh, Bryant. Oh, black mambas number fives. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, green one is leaving a lot to be desired. <laughs> I'm like, okay, it's all right. The red one, though, the re- that one's real good. Reds, is- reds are always good, no matter what candy, right? usually, right? Yeah. Yeah, the red Starbursts are amazing. See? Yeah, red I love when they do all reds. No, oh, yeah, the all red Starbursts. They do all pink, too, huh? I think so. The all berry is the is the way to go. again? No, I'm talking about Starburst, all berries. That's, I don't know if that's the exact name. Berries and cream. But and it's cream. like all the blue and raspberry. It's good. It's good shit. I think Sour Patch does one where it's just like reds and blues. No they know how to get yellers. stoners and children. Yeah. And people addicted to sugar like myself. That's what a, you know. I'm a stoner ch- child addicted to sugar. I'm all three of those things. <laughs> well... I, right now, the fruit flavors of these, I would say, they do run together after you had all three. So oh, I'm tough to review. They were good. I could say that. It was would like you, you would buy them again. If I had to choose between movie this, theater food, so if we're talking about movie theater food, that's a different deal, man. Okay. There's staples at a movie theater where like I want a I want cookie dough. I want stuff like that. Oh, there's staples. You mm. want that when you go. I want the popcorn, right? Seventeen dollar popcorn, and then all I want to do is I want to get a quarter of the way through it before the trailer gets started. Yeah, I want to feel ill by the time my movie is because you use just the synthetic sauce butter <laughs> that, that comes out of a fountain. <laughs> well, it's also that the uh, hourly employee just doused your popcorn and butter without asking, so you're dealing with the. It's aftermath. not butter. Uh, we'll call it the butter liquid. It's butter sauce. That's the worst. It's butter flavored oil. It's it's something. It's it oil. smells like trash. You know, this <laughs> is my wife a, loves it. This is a more convenient way to eat mambas, though. 
you know, they're they're usually like kind of a pain in the ass to get out of the wrappers. Yep. Yeah. This is easy. Bam, right there. You know, plays right into that that stoner young kid growing up one joint sugar all the time. Let me just pound about thirty of these real quick. Easily. And wonder why I can't take a nice nice bowel movement. <laughs> I man, um well yeah. Yep. <laughs> so the Mambos, go go buy them. Check them out. Check them out. Check out we, Mountain Dew. Get cavities and get get like eighteen root canals, just like me, kids. Yeah. Any well, so while we're on, you brought up the subject of movie theater food. We're gonna blitz through this next one pretty quick because it's there's not a lot to the movie. Okay. <clears throat> I went to the movies. Uh, I saw the movie Fall. It's about a couple people that climb a 2,200 foot tall tower, and then they uh, have to figure out how to get down when the ladder breaks. Oh. Nor here nor there. I got cookie dough when I went to the theater. Nice. You know, there's staples at the theater. There's snow caps. You got your cookie dough. You got your Twizzlers pulling the cook- I hadn't I hadn't tried the cookie dough till recently. I was surprised. Why are they climbing a ladder? Okay, so in the beginning of the movie, there's what three the fuck? Th- there's, there's three people. Explain. Two people married. How one, big was it? It's 2,200 feet. And, what, and here's the really crazy thing. Before you say it's not even possible, because believe me, I, I was like on that kick. I went and looked up some videos of people doing exactly what they did in this movie. And some psychos out there really do this. They climb to the top of these towers and it is like, it's like 2,000 feet straight up. And then that's where like the proper bracing So ends. that's like seven, almost seven and a half football fields. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's seven and a half football fields, folks. Yeah. Are you sports fans? You haven't seen videos of kids like I've seen like yeah fighting? like in developing like areas mm-hmm. they'll be unfinished mm-hmm. like tall ass buildings and they go up there and take pictures for their TikTok and shit. Yep. Yeah. So there's some European uh, towers that are decommissioned that are exactly like okay. one of this movie that are that tall. So yeah, they climb up there and uh, they get in a lot of trouble. Ladder breaks. They can't get down. Cell phone signal, and it turns out the friend that climbed up there was banging her, uh, her dead husband. So um, what? Yeah, like her husband's dead, and she's still banging her. No, 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 well, no. He's he, they were banging, they were banging behind her back before he died. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they have this. Whole, they have all of this dispute in what's probably an eight foot surface area for an hour and twenty five minutes. Uh, but she crushes a, a vulture to death with her bare hands, supposedly. Man. <laughs> and shoves a cell phone inside of a stomach. She sounds like an asshole. Throws it down 2,200 feet so she can text her dad. Uh, and they don't show the rescue, by the way. They do not show the rescue. So the movie gets you nervous as shit for like an hour and 25 minutes. And then they're just like, and then everything was fine. Yeah, cut to towel over the back of the, yeah, the whole... Yeah, you sucks. just said the closing scene. That's literally what happens. Guy shows up and thinks his daughter's dead, and she's like, "Dad." Peter's Peter is gonna have a field day with this one, guys. Oh yeah, she brutally <laughs> murders a vulture. So, do they care about vultures, Peter? <laughs> Probably. Yes, they're they're important to the ecosystem. They're bottom feeders. Th- there's there's one thing it's I gotta true. mention too. There was a really weird song placement in the movie that clearly they paid for the license and wanted to get as much value as possible. For no reason whatsoever, they made these characters have some connection to the Warrant song Cherry Pie. 
What? So for no reason during the movie, that song comes on at multiple points. They will not let this song die. No. They're just like, she's just like killing the vultures, like, sweet cherry pie. <laughs> I wish it were that part. It's like a part where she's scared and she's trying to focus and her friend is like, you know, just focus, just focus. It's like, she's my cherry pie. And oh my God. Like, and it, it, at this point, it's the third time you've heard it. So you're, th- you're like, all right. Christ. Yeah, they paid for something. It here. makes me think like the poor editors in the room late at night and some really aggressive agent just always busts in, like, put it in the goddamn movie. <laughs> put cherry pie in the fucking movie. He's like, it doesn't fit. They're stuck on a tower. Too. <laughs> put it in the goddamn movie. He's wearing Figure it out. Sounds. Figure it out. He's wearing a warrant shirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't know what we had to pay for this. <laughs> so speaking of budget... Uh, when they filmed this, the actors used uh, the F word so much that they had to use uh, deep fakes to go in and change their mouth to not be moving. Because evidently a lot of the, the stunts in this movie to film were uh, pretty pretty scary, actually. Pretty gnarly. Were so, these stunt people beforehand, or they were just normal actors? I think they're normal actors. Okay. And uh, They should probably watch their mouth. Yeah, probably should, man. Uh, but I will say it's a BuzzFeed production, so take what you will of that note. Um, I thought they just made like internet list. Me too. So it's like an internet list movie. They they do mention a TikTok challenge in the movie. Yeah, oh, man. Bro. Sonic Two had some meme jokes that upset me as a I don't understand aging man. Why would you timestamp it like that if you're trying to make something classic? Maybe they're just not intending to make anything classic anymore. They're just trying to so get children. I think, I think you've said children a lot in this podcast. Yeah, you already. have. Like, I think you've almost like we're gonna have to children. we're gonna have to cut you off. Soon. You can't, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that word. They're the said. future. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried about them. No, me They're too. They're not gonna have a jug to piss in. You hear me? No, you're totally right. Damn. You're totally right. They will be without a jug. But uh, that's the title of the podcast. <laughs> children without a jug. Not a, to piss not a jug to piss in. Well, our parents, you know, worked really hard, but they closed the door behind them. So. You know, I guess, what are we supposed to do? Eat mambas. The, the doubling Eat rate. mambas. Get 17 root canals. <laughs> I think the doubling rate of stuff, too, is also just really true with, like, I don't know, in a given year, when, when you guys were a little bit younger, think of how many, like, big deal movies came out in a year. And now, absolutely no movie is a big deal. Yeah, the way all. entertainment <laughs> is, like, just consumed and stuff. Yeah, so... Used to have just, like, block, what they would have, blockbusters, literal, around the block. Months of we, promo, months of commercials. Yeah. I think we've lived through the end of an era, and we're, like, like going to see Star now. Wars, like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. And Lord of the Rings, huge deal. Huge deal. That was, like, a movement. They should, the whole theaters were showing just that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Star Wars. Yeah. Same thing. Someone recently bought the rights to Lord of the Rings, I think now, like, paid for the franchise, and they're going to make new movies now. They're just going to be twerking? I don't know. <laughs> Did you guys like Lord of the Rings? I was not really no, a fan. I'm not really into fantasy like this. Yeah. So here, here's the thing. I don't know. Here's the thing. It's like Titanic, but... I w- what? <laughs> <laughs> With magic. It's weird. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> It's like not at all like like Titanic, but with magic, (laughs) Mamba's (laughs) telling you. So yeah, it was kind of like you'll think about that later, and you'll be like, "Damn, he's right." So so here's the thing with the Lord of the Rings. I I, uh, when the movies came out, I thought they were cool, and I didn't read the books growing up. I you may think I'd be the type that would read J.R.R. Tolkien, but I did not. So I 
went and checked out the books after the movie came out, and when they were singing at each other is when I quit reading. They, they sing at each other in the book. Oh. Yeah, like, they don't talk at each other, they sing. And, like, that was where I was like, I'm over this. <laughs> like, you would think I would... So how do you sing in your head while a reading movie. the book? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just about to ask that. It's just about to ask that question. It'll be like... What was the melody you were hearing in your head as you were reading? <laughs> well, that, that's the best part, is it's, like, so wordy that, like, there's no way you could read this with any kind of cadence that, like, musically makes sense. You could rap it like Twista. Is that going to be our next pod? That's kind of how I feel theater theater style singing is. It just kind of like doesn't really have like a a cadence to it. It just kind of bounces around. And that's kind of how I would imagine it as a reader. It's not, it wasn't cool. Theater. And I quit, I quit watching it. And then uh, they kept releasing like later installments. And I I was one of those people who got really tired of seeing Orlando Bloom. I just, I had a, I had a, at a point where I was like, I don't want to, there's certain famous people, like you've seen them enough. I'm I'm good. I don't need any more. The Rock. Yeah, I'm good. Unless he wants to run for president, in which case I'm for that. Just kidding. I like The Rock a lot. He's a great man. Well, hollow brother. (laughs) I just don't want to see The Rock as an animated Samoan magician or whatever he is in that one movie. Talking about the Scorpion King? Yes. (laughs) He's not a magician. (laughs) I know. I'm not talking about Scorpion King. I'm talking about the Mohana or whatever. He's animated in a different movie. It's like a Disney movie, a Pixar movie. Yeah. But if that was the The description of Scorpion King, that would be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be good. CGI is the progression of the mummy into the Scorpion King CGI. That could be a whole podcast right there. Yeah, how do they wind that? How'd they get there? How'd they arrive at that? Is okay, Billy, so you know is Billy Zane really the mommy? I don't even know what you said. Is, <laughs> is Billy Zane the mummy? Okay. Yeah, he is. A, yeah, okay. yeah, he yeah. is. One but I recently learned he's not in Titanic. He looks like the guy that is in Titanic. Well, you know, okay, so here's, a, here's what's messed up. I fell into a Titanic hole not that long ago. Um, I rewatched a lot of Titanic, and there's a few scenes in that that to this day are still like pretty goddamn haunting. And uh, the, the Mummy fa- is just Titanic, but it's in the desert. That's what, I mean. You got to understand that every movie is just a Titanic movie. Well, in 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 the Titanic movie, there's a lot of things about that that, in retrospect. Uh, you know, it's pretty gnarly to watch uh, someone fall 80 feet and hit their head on a propeller and then spin to their death into the Ar- you know, Arctic Ocean. That's pretty gnarly. I saw that in theaters with my mother. She cried. What, fall? Or <laughs> Titanic? Titanic. So fall is similar to Titanic in the way that when Jack falls off the boat, the little girl falls off Mother's the top cry. Of on the ladder and the ladder breaks and there can only be one. Jack oh. dies, you know, so it's just like Titanic. Pretty much the same. Well... Jumping forward a bit, y'all, I want to jump to something stupid. Uh, I want to get an in-real-time reaction of something from you guys, but it requires a little bit of a setup. Um, Everyone in this room is in their 30s. We're in Georgia, so safe to say you guys watch wrestling growing up. 35, baby. Yep. Big wrestling fan. Okay, so I've got a bit of wrestling trivia for you that I think is going to blow your mind and set up our next bit here. Um, I love wrestling, man. I know why Eric Bischoff got fired from WCW. All right, let's let's hear it. Eric Bischoff was in the war, uh, you know, with WWF and Vince McMahon trying to go for ratings. So, in an effort 
to make a, a WCW Monday Night Nitro the biggest thing they ever done. They paid half a million dollars to kiss to play on Monday Night Nitro. And it was the lowest rated Nitro in recorded history. It was the worst one they ever mm. put out. And four weeks after that, Bischoff was fired. Damn. Good. Yeah. So, not, Kiss has no place in wrestling. Not too far from that, um, Gene Simmons decided he was going to release a record of, of covers. And I have a cover here for y'all to hear in real time. I, I didn't show this to anyone before the stream this time. I told them it was going to happen, but they haven't heard it yet. I've, I'm going to be holding this up for them to hear. We'll play a little bit. I won't play the whole thing, but I want you to check out a little bit of Gene Simmons covering the Prodigy's Firestarter. Cocaine. If you wouldn't have told me that was Gene Simmons, I would not know. I'm getting pissed off. I'm too sexy for my. Um, <laughs> when you say the lyrics in just an American accent, it the it loses all of its weight. It's like those lyrics have to be said in a British accent for them to be impactful. I'm the fire starter. Yeah. You're the fire starter. Yeah. It's like shut up. Starter. Can you make some fucking good lyrics up? Christ Almighty. But you know the the, the original song is just a sample of some dude saying that. Gene Simmons is oh, like, well, I'm gonna make this a. This, yeah. <laughs> these lyrics of the song. Like, no, uh, what what is it race. for though? Is it for something? He released a solo album. Okay. And that cover was on there, and y'all really hit something on the head when you're talking about having to have the right accent to pull that off. And the it's also worth noting in the video, he's like partying like a like a real rich rocker rapper hybrid. He has a Tommy Lee. He's Tommy Leeing it up. He had a fedora on. One of those clips. He had a Tommy oh, yeah. Lee fedora. Yeah, he did. And there's a lot of bikini babes, but I'm going to tell you, in that video, he's definitely in his 50s already. So to me, that screams like dad after divorce energy. Yeah. He's free. You don't think he's older than 50s? I'm saying at the time that was recorded. Oh, this is old? Oh, this is 20 years old. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I was under the impression <laughs> no. this was like today. Yeah, like this week. Jesus. No, no, there, there, there's a reason. That you I didn't know either. That's because the shit was kind of buried. It was bad. It was embarrassing. Yeah, it's really bad. Yeah. So thoughts and feedback on Gene Simmons choosing that song and choosing that vocal delivery. <laughs> you, hear, you hear this? This is me crumpling my trash. That's trash. <laughs> That trash right, right there. Going in the trash. They were going to ask me if I want it or not. Not. I don't want it. Well, I... It was bad, guys. 
It was really bad. Do you guys think it was better or worse than Bam Margera's music? Um, probably worse. Yeah, because Bam's worse. Not, not a pro. Bam's not a pro musician. Doesn't make that claim. Where Gene Simmons totally makes that claim. <laughs> Gene Simmons should know better. Was Bam, that the Bam has had he has CTE? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Was that the original music for Firestarter though? Behind that, like, or does that, did he redo? Have some people redo it? Sounds like he took two of the original samples. And I was about to say, yeah, two of those sounds were very. Imagine being yeah. the guy who got paid to make that. Yeah. He's probably like, hell took yeah, no I'll, time. I'll, I'll, I'll do this for a <laughs> lot of money. Stack this right on that. <laughs> he just played some power chords. <laughs> threw on some distortion. <laughs> so. He, it was, life was good for him that day. He got paid. Speaking of chugging guitar riffs, did you know Megadeth also did a WCW performance on Nitro? Whoa. <laughs> Had to be better than Kisses. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was, uh, I can't remember what album, but the one. Hello, uh, Sting. Uh, Meet the em. real Sting. <laughs> it was Crush em. They came out and they played Crush em Okay. In front of the fans. And like no one was cheering. <laughs> See, that was cool back then, you know, because there was, there was competition in like wwf and wcw so they were pushing each other and then you just had more fun shit to watch because you could watch both of them yeah as a kid i'd flip back and forth all the time and, yeah. and sometimes you would catch them to where they'd be on opposite there you go breaks. flipping the commercial sometimes there. like it would be like you channel. little streaming bitches don't know nothing about having to use the <laughs> clicker and go back and forth and back that stuck. clicker button back to wcw but you get Put it stuck back on, on the Titanic. Tape. Yeah, you get stuck on Titanic. You get stuck on Titanic going between yeah. channels, and then yeah, all of a sudden you're locked in there. Wrestling is just like Titanic. Them cable companies, dude, damn, they give you stars for free for about three months in <laughs> Titanic shows every damn weekend. You get, you, you're okay. like, damn it, bitch, why'd you throw the stone in the damn ocean? You could have fucking gave it to the family of the dead people. Wait a minute, I gotta ask y'all something because I, I had this the other day. I was talking with with Fran about this. Y'all watch uh, Comedy Central on the weekend growing up at all? Yeah, yeah, totally. And then Sundays they would do movie blocks to where they would have this one like announcer guy's voice would be like uh, continuous throughout the day between all the com- commercial breaks. You would never see him, but you would just hear his voice. I know what you're talking about. There's one edit that Comedy Central did that like I really want to find it because it's real creepy and it's the most groomer shit I've ever heard. And it was on a, it was on every Sunday. It was this ad where like. They would sometimes do movie Sundays where they would do th- um, like three John Cusack movies. So they did a triple John Cusack thing, and in one of the movies, Natalie Portman's in it as like a 14-year-old or something. And the announcer's voice is like, second up in our double feature, come watch Beautiful Girls, where we get a future look at what a babe Natalie Portman's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> and like, these were normal commercials. Like, Jesus I was watching Christ. old TV blocks recorded not long ago and, like, heard that and was like, holy shit, I forgot. Like, oh man, you just made me remember a story that's. Uh, I blame Adam Carolla. <laughs> I used to work at a car wash where I'd vacuum out the cars and do the tire shine and stuff. <clears throat> worked for a real scumbag dude that taught me how to uh, take what's between the seats, you know? Get in between them seats, boy. And if you found something, you just pocket it. So he taught me to steal like people, like little Game Boy cards and things that would be in between the seats. And Get that Pokemon Blue, you hear me? Watches and stuff. One day, a kid gets out, 
And he's like, man, that's one of them girls, you know, like she's just, you just know she's going to be beautiful when she grows up. And I was like, you stop. And the guy was like missing teeth, you know, just like a nasty slime ball of a man. And yeah, I just that's that kind of is just burned in my brain. Like him saying it, I was just like, oh, it sticks I've with never you. thought that yeah. in my life. It dude. sticks what with you. What the hell are you talking about? It's very, very <laughs> weird. Um, well, you should probably kill that guy. That's probably, you know what? It doesn't surprise me. That's where our conversation went based on Gene Simmons being the star. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> see what happens yeah, when he was trying Firestarter. <laughs> yeah, we fire. think about it, Firestarter is just like Titanic in the way that you just want to kill people. Song, you just want to kill your significant other. Well, speaking of <laughs> killing your significant other, um, how do you guys feel at this Pantera reunion? <laughs> That's music people kill their significant others to, right? <laughs> Read. Spat! What are you talking to me? Go on home, boy! That shit just sounds so racist to me as an adult. Oh, I, can't, I can't hear it as anything other than like racist hit your wife music. That's what Pantera uh, is. Yeah. yeah. Meth. It's like. It's <laughs> early meth, dude. People didn't know it was bad and it was, it was just all speed. Yeah, man, it's just a little speed. Yeah, you weren't you weren't to the point where you were you know, stealing copper wires and stuff. You were just having a good time staying up six days in a row. So, how do you feel about the the idea of the reunion? To catch everyone up, if if they, if you're not familiar, Pantera is a uh, stomp or sludge metal band from Texas uh, in the late '80s, early '90s. But they had a glam and thrash period in the '80s. It was actually better. Mm. The guitarist Dimebag Darrell was murdered on stage in November of 2004, and his brother died a handful of years later, I think, of a heart attack or something. So Terrible. The two founding members, the guys that literally wrote everything, are gone. They're gone, and they're going to do a reunion tour. What are your thoughts? Somebody needed some money. Yeah, because didn't they hire the original road crew? So they probably were... Trying to help them out as well, like man, we're all down bad. Let's 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 get the band back together, but in Frankenstein form. Zach Wild needs to be fueled up. <laughs> he needs he needs that fuel. I want to. I wish I could be on tour with those guys, just hanging out to hear what Zach Wild has to say when he's really drunk. Oh man, so I feel like Zach Wild wants to be a Southern racist, but he's stuck in like a New Jersey Northern person's body of being. So I've actually heard him around people before drunk and like I can he's I've never been around someone and heard them speak and be like, oh, like he really wants a southern accent, but like it's not in him. He doesn't have it. <laughs> well, the name like Zach Wilde, you should be a professional snowboarder or it. That's it. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? <laughs> That's it. Jersey. You can't play guitar. <laughs> You yeah. got you got to be able to do like one ten eighties or something. So yeah, so the Pantera view is going to happen. I think it's a cash grab for sure. Is John Mayer in it? I wonder if that's a stage name. I've never looked into that. We should go and then we'll do a yeah, podcast on that. It is. Uh, so the reason I would be scared to go to a Pantera show at this point, I'm anyone not, that's going to pay money to go watch Phil Anselmo at this point, uh-huh. I'm assuming they're a member of the Area Nation because <laughs> um, he has like a it, he's real big into that. Fucking yeah. white power shit, and yeah. I, someone sent me videos of it, and I was like, "Whoa!" And they were like, "Yeah, that's why he's been kept out of the Pantera legacy for so many years." It's like he's really about that shit, and I am gonna be curious to see what kind of crowds get drawn in 2022 to go see a band where the guy is on stage being filmed yelling "white power" and giving Nazi salutes. That's, Yeesh. yeah, that's. I think Zach Wilde's about that shit. <laughs> 
He's got the rebel flag it on seems his like uh, on his Les Paul, which you know what? Let's jump over. We have to talk about it. Tell me you've heard about Hetfield. Oh yeah. Ooh. This one's bad. This one's bad. Have you heard about this? Yeah, Justin told me about Who? it. Who? James Hetfield. You heard about him? Oh, Is he's, that Metallica? Yeah, he's kind of getting canceled a little bit, and like it's pretty rough because there's so much evidence over the years. It's like undeniable. He, the, the Stranger Things fans went on, down the Metallica rabbit hole, oh, and a lot of them pointed out, they were like, hey, has anyone else noticed that the Iron Cross from like the Nazi SS is literally on James Hetfield's not only all of his guitars but on his signature guitar that you can buy in stores and no one has said anything about it. And, and this is the one that's connected to the Eddie guitar from Master of Puppets solo in Stranger Things. No, no, no. Okay. It, it's not connected to that guitar. That's but, like um, a Jackson or something, isn't it? Like exactly. But the, yeah. he has a guitar that you can go buy in stores that has the Iron Cross on it and like so his Hetfield's wife of 30 years filed for divorce. So Damn. his life is like coming apart at the seams because of... Did he do it consciously? <laughs> I don't... What if he was just like, man, this looks cool. That's what we don't know. But for 30 years is tough. Well, and you only really see it on stuff that's already kind of... You would you would question it. Like, I, I don't I even know. What, I don't even... I gotta look up, to I gotta look look up what it looks like. I don't even know what it looks like. What an Iron I mean, We Cross should just assume like. that it is, though, and... James Hetfield should be canceled, like right. I, for me, here's the thing that's weird. <laughs> Isn't that on like skateboards and shit? <laughs> it's it's different because when you look at Hetfield's, it's literally the Iron Cross. It's the same thing. And the thing that's weird about this is when you're it's surrounded weird. by that many people that should like check you and be like, hey, so that idea you have, even though it's cool, it also is literally a Nazi symbol. Man, it's a West Coast chopper symbol. Man, it ain't like that. <laughs> Those guys also got busted for that, too. So I think there's something in biker culture where they wanted to, like, I don't know. What was his response? There's been none. He's just been playing concerts and saying he's felt insecure. He's been telling the audience as he feels insecure. Because nothing else matters. (laughs) (laughs) Well, don't you dare. (laughs) I blame Lars. He's he's probably, like, just enabler, you know what I mean? Just, like... That's probably what I'm doing. Probably probably just going to let James do what he wants. Man, I ripped his his son's band a new asshole uh, a couple weeks ago on TMI. Uh, Lars Ulrich's son is in a band that wants to be Death From Above 1979, and it's like, it's identical. They sound the same. Yep. Same (laughs) instrumentation, bass, drums, yelling. Greta Fleet. Wood Mac and Cheese is playing at the Cracker Barrel this weekend. Dude, if there were really shows at the Cracker Barrel, I would go. Hell yeah. They sell alcohol at the Cracker Barrel now. Well, do you know about people getting upset about the Cracker Barrel veggie sausage? And like, did you have you heard about that? I haven't. People are really upset, and they've been leaving reviews on the Cracker Barrel website that was like, was really into you until you got your woke sausage. And people were like really <laughs> upset at it. I like my sausage. Mate, coming for the all new white gravy. Margarita. But it says veggie sausage. You know, like how can you be offended by a menu item? They found a way. <laughs> Unless it's like the Iron Cross pancake at IHOP. One time I was at uh, Captain D's. <laughs> I mean, I can see that pancake. Like, when you say it, I can immediately, yep, I can see that. Like Mickey Mouse, but it's... <laughs> oh, man. 
One time I was at uh, Captain D's though, and uh, these two <laughs> fat ass people were at the counter complaining that they didn't get enough cracklings in their in their <laughs> yeah, facial. Yeah, the little fucking. Oh, we didn't get enough cracklings in there. You put some more in there. We usually get more when you put some more up here. I don't know what y'all doing. This place going downhill. <laughs> I like to crunch the bits. Batter bitch. Here's here's a comforting thing. Get to, more batter than you get fish at the D. A, a comforting thing to know about uh, the Cracker Barrel is currently they're having security problems where teenagers are watching old people enter, and once they enter the first set of doors, their friends will be inside and they'll barricade the second set so they can't go through. Their friends will walk through the first set, rob them at gunpoint, and take their shit and they'll leave. Just whoop their ass in checkers and haul ass. They, well, they don't even make it in the store. They don't. That's what I'm saying. That little corridor. <laughs> yeah. That's where they get mugged. That's been like a problem at Cracker Barrel Damn. recently. Sheesh. It's like getting beat up in a phone booth. Give me your Bad. leftovers. Give me everything you got. Give me your gravy now. Give me yeah. your cinnamon brooms. But can I? Can we give a quick? Sh- Iron Cross hush puppy. Give me all your shirt cinnamon brooms and apple cinnamon damn candles. I'm gonna give a shout out. Give to me them ca- caramel fritter fritter brittles. I wanna I wanna give credit to Cracker Barrel real quick for being the only restaurant I know of where I can go in. And I can get everything you just mentioned, and I can leave and buy a rocking chair. Yeah. <laughs> with, with whatever college football team you want on it. Yep. For two, today is the day. We're for, loading up in the truck. We're going. We're I, mean, sh- I mean, shoot, babe. $300. That's pretty damn reasonable for a rocking chair. How much time we spend up there on that porch? You take might as these- well just save the money and just stay at the house. Jose, it's time to take these chains off. This is the one I want. I'm taking her home today. Yes, sir. Get get whatever you want, Sue, off the menu. Get whatever you want. Today's the day we get in the chair. Take them chains off. We're getting it. Well, I, don't give me. Make sure you throw in a cinnamon broom. A cinnamon broom. That's like the most useless. Everyone has it every fall item. My what cinnamon broom. It's, it's a home decor item. That, that smells like cinnamon. cinnamon. It's but it's not actual cinnamon. It's a piece stick. of shit. That's what it is. It's like potpourri, but for rednecks. It's yeah. like <laughs> it's so bad. It's a pope stick. It literally looks like a broom, but it smells like cinnamon, and you can't do anything with it but let it sit there and look like a broom is that there, smells like cinnamon. Is there just cloves in it? What what makes it, it smell like it? I don't know. Maybe it's made out of cinnamon plant. Sticks. I don't know what the hell cinnamon's made from. Cinnamon plant. <laughs> And I, uh, Google it. Shit. I was in a uh, home. I was in a home goods store uh, yesterday, searching for pillows. And I don't know, man. When you walk around some of them, sometimes it literally feels like one tier above Goodwill. It's the same assortment of items. It's the same kind of stuff. It's just new. Yeah. No one's used it yet. But there was definitely cinnamon brooms around, and overall, way too many pumpkin items. It's that time of year. We're getting ready for. All the spooky stuff, which, uh, Fractal, we need to extend the invite. Uh, the, the piss jug is taking a special field trip this fall. Uh, and you're invited. Where, where to? Fright Fest. Six Flags. Yes, I'm going to throw up a lot. Yeah, we already, t- we mentioned it last week. We told the, the, the juggernauts about this. <laughs> and it's happening. <laughs> Are you a roller coaster guy? The blood's, I mean, the water's turning to blood, right? Yes. I mean... I like roller coasters. I don't know how well I'll handle them. Would you rather do Fright Fest or Netherworld with us? Because Netherworld's just a haunted house. And there's no rides involved in that. You just walk through. Yeah. Netherworld sounds cool, but it also sounds like it sucks. Because you're 
you, you, you know what I mean? You're at, you're at the mercy of who you're in front of and behind, and you could just get, like, some scared, loud-ass, shrieking, shrilling person. Or you could go to Six Flags where you could just walk over here and chill and then, or then go up there and be on a roller coaster and be away from everybody, and you can't hear them over the sound of the roller coaster. So you're in Team Six Flags. I'm on, I'm on Team Six Flags. Okay. And if you think about it, the haunted house is kind of like Titanic in that exactly. scene in the way where you walk through, but you don't know what's going to happen. It is. Just like, like in the movie, you don't know what's going to happen. Leonardo decap- decapitated. Well, they said there was air pockets in there and it wasn't going to sink, but they was wrong. It still sunk. I mean, if you really look into it, it's a damn conspiracy. Look at Look at the money that was on the boat. Look at the families that actually died. That's all I'm going to say. Is it black goo? It ain't black goo, but I'll tell you what. It ain't the light of the Lord. Yeah, it's just to unpack that for those of you that missed, that was just a, uh, a, a faith reference and uh, just before that, a 21st century doomsday scenario of <laughs> summation of black goo. Yeah, go back, go back and look it up. You just gotta unpack that. You can't Google just say it. black goo and then move on because everyone's gonna be like, I don't know, man. They're talking about iron crosses and he's talking about black goo. I don't know what to make of this guy. <laughs> Good. Never let him know what you're thinking. You know, like the meme says. Explain the black goo theory. Um, I can't. It's too. Can I take a stab at it? It's too. It's too hard. It's artificial alien AI rogue gone okay, rogue. Getting closer. You're getting closer. Could I take a stab at it? And you tell me how close I get. Go. Okay. Okay. The black goo theory, which is not that different than the gray goo theory, plays off of the idea that nanobots that are too small for the human eye to see in a singular form will break away from their intended procedure that they will follow. And they will just start to eliminate things that they consider to be a problem. And they will form into giant clusters where to the naked human eye appear like giant clouds of either gray or black goo. How close am I? You might be close. Okay. <laughs> you said you were going to take a stab at it, and then the way that you said it made you sound like you knew exactly what it was already. I, I know what the gray goo theory is pretty well. The black goo theory is why I was asking him. Like, how okay. close am I? Because there's a separation between the two that differentiates them. I read the black goo was already in the center of the earth. Well, that's it's okay. slowly starting to come out. Well, we're seeing. There's some people that are like, there's a there's good and bad black goo or something like that to where there's a war going on between the, like you're saying, the right. black goo from within the planet and then this artificial planet-eating alien rogue AI type shit this is sounding more and more like my butthole like yeah as we continue to talk about it. brown crayons different kinds every of black morning goo. <laughs> black goo black goo and then you just more get a, black goo you just you just pray for a brown crayon uh, what a, i said about gray goo was accurate the black goo theory so Yes, exactly. Your your black goo theory has been co-opted by two opposing groups of people that have nothing to do with each other. Exactly. You ready to hear the two opposing groups of people? Christians. Mm Mm-hmm. And people that are really big fans of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Because they think it's a Spider-Man. Venom. They think it's the symbiote. They think Venom... Whatever venom is made of is the black. Yeah, a lot of that's what's weird. A lot of these conspiracy theory people that I I, I do follow on Twitter and read just to entertain because my imagination is fun to play with. 
have all like either read too much or seen something too crazy because like over the last several months have just seemed to become Christian to the point where one of them was like we went and prayed over the Georgia Guidestones and they exploded praise the Lord kind of thing but and previous to that they're like it's like previous to that they're like writing books about black cubes and Saturn and like all this things that would just go completely against certain religious the rocks are too big it's the devil so it's like two big rocks they put the they put like they put the glasses on and now they can't take them off and they got scared and what the rocks fall down it's gonna kill the grass that's the devil they, they went to the lord well like you know when it's raining outside and it's still sunshine and the devil's beating his wife with a frying pan there's a lot to unpack in all these statements. There's a, a we started with the black goo theory, and then you're talking about the devil beating his wife with a frying pan. Yeah, and, why the frying pan? <laughs> yeah, and like, and also like, I got a lot of the questions. Like, out of all objects in hell, why is it something in the kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> like, out of everything, hell's just a big old kitchen. You don't get it. Look, reach for the pan. You better run. Go to Man. Google and look it up. I didn't make it up. <laughs> go to Google and look it up. I didn't make it up. You think I was just a little kid and came up with that saying? I feel like we're definitely going to have two sets of fans, Juggernauts and Pissers. This is a Pissers episode. I, I this feel is a like, nasty one. I feel like they think they're separate, but they're all the same. Yeah. Because ultimately, it's all about the piss. We, the we had, uh, you know, we had a couple other things on the docket, but um, I'm actually going to save one of them for next time because we are running short on time today. I hate to, hate to cut it short, everybody, but I got to I gotta go... Help wrap up something that started earlier today. We'll do soon. we'll do Zydeco trap another time. We're gonna do Zydeco trap on the next episode. But yeah, I, I know the devil's beating his wife. You added the frying pan in there. <laughs> Fractal is looking up pictures of he's googled Satan beating oh, okay. his wife with a frying pan to prove to us that this is a real <laughs> turn of phrase. Go to Google and look it up. He's on Reddit now. Look into so it. He's into is, Reddit. This is really a this is cited work here. Well, do you guys have any closing thoughts today? Uh, into this uh, very first ever four-person episode of Piss Chug. This is the first. I'm sorry. Who talked about That's great. I'm sorry. I don't know. I feel like I just gooed it all up. Damn. Well, in a way, I think I can look at this episode and kind of relate it to the scene in Titanic where um, the door opened. I'm just kidding. That was Where they're like bit, fucking in the in the car and it's all steamy and stuff. Well, like someone's painting us and we're royally naked. Steve it reminds me of the scene in Titanic where like all of us are we know the ship is going down and people are losing their shit around us and we look at each other and we're, we pick up our instruments to walk away and we're like pleasure playing with you gentlemen and then we make it like fifteen paces and I'm turn around and go oh hell let's jam. And, so, and then we start playing Led Zeppelin. I'm your fire starter. I'm your fire starter. You know what, guys? One last jam. Well, um, the Coke was good. He's my cherry pie. The sodas were killer today. Uh, I will say Chris Pamela has some activity coming up again this fall. We, we will be doing some stuff again. We got... Uh, we got some streams. We got some live shows. We need to get all those guys on a podcast. Call it Pispin. 
Pispin. Pissin Wall. Chris Piss Wall. Pispin Ja. Chris Piss Jug. We'll we'll definitely do a special episode with everyone from Wob. But shout out to Sunum right now. He's on tour with BOB, uh, holding down double duty on Bob. bass and guitar. He's out there with Bob. He's going to be a shooting star. And when he gets back from the tour, we get active on some stuff. Brother Brown and I will be back on streams next week. Week after next. Week after yeah, next. Yeah, week after next. And Don't you want to see your name and lights on the marquee, kid? It's showbiz, baby. And then some of these fall activities we talked about doing were coming up. Uh, we do have the coming fair happening, which is literally the biggest one for like a pretty far distance. Bob for some apples. There's a, there's a coming competition. Well, they, they leave it. I mean, coming, the fairground is up year-round. Hobbs could vouch for that. The fairground the state never, fair. They, they, leave they don't the, stop coming the entire time. Uh-huh. I'll tell you this: There's no amount of cum jokes you can make that we have not heard. I can't believe it's a real times. thing. Yeah, and it's spelled like cum. Mm-hmm. Come, come, my baby, yeah. come, come, my lady. Oh, I, you're my. It's sugar like calling a place like <laughs> shitting, <laughs> shitting Florida. There's probably a place called that somewhere. If you look. <laughs> there probably is, but shout Pissing. shout out to everyone in 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 coming Georgia. Yeah. Shout uh, out to coming Georgia. Yeah, I hope shout life Georgia oh, yeah. coming well. coming all on Georgia. We're gonna we're gonna get out of here. We'll get ready to see everybody next time. Bye. I'm sorry.